Hello, Magical People! You are at the Magical Bangalore podcast. My name is Marília and I'm your host for this show. In this week's topic, I am going to talk about Beltane. And I know, please don't think like, oh, another episode about Beltane. Because I know all the podcasts are talking about Beltane. But, you know, the more I listen to, more I learn. And hopefully you can learn something from this podcast as well. Uh, it's not, I'm not only going to talk about the history. I'm also going to talk about uh, things you can do to commemorate this festival. And at the end of this episode, I'm also going to bring you a little spell. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's how we work. <laughs> so stay with me. What is Beltane? Uh, Beltane is a festival that has many, many origins, but the name Beltane comes from an Irish word, Beltana. I apologize if I'm saying it wrong. I, act I actually asked like three Irish people to tell me how to say this word correctly, but I just can't get it right. I don't know why. <laughs> And I'm probably saying it wrong again. So, Beltana, <laughs> I apologize. In the Irish language means the month of May. And it comes from an old Irish word, also Beltana which means the bright fire and that's when people had like big fires the celts they used to have big fires or one or two fires and they would go across the fires where the smoke would cleanse them and encourage fertility so they would bring the the animals as well to go in between those fires for blessing protection and fertility and they also used to harvest flowers from the mountains or you know locally and use the flowers to decorate the homes in order to protect themselves from fairies and witches. Uh, it was believed that fire, smoke and ashes would have protective powers so that's why they brought the animals and themselves to cleanse in between the fires. Another curiosity about Beltane is that it's the midway point between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. And it's also exactly six months away from Selwyn. So, yeah, I just thought it was very interesting. I was actually reading that from the Irish Times, <laughs> which is my local newspaper. And May Day Festival uh, was always present in many cultures. It's just because, you know, at the North Hemisphere, that's when the earth is finally suitable for planting and The sun is stronger, the days are longer, so that's why it was present not only in Ireland, but in many countries in the North Hemisphere. In ancient Rome, there was a festival called Floralia Festival, and it was a six-day festival around the same time as Beltane, and it was dedicated to the goddess Flora, which is the goddess of flowers, vegetation and fertility. One of the common practices in Floralia Festival was to make flower crowns, decorate your home with flowers, and of course a lot of drinking and <laughs> eating. So was the weekend tradition, so is the, you know, Bel Beltane, uh, Beltane, you know, in... In weekend traditions, it also brings that energy of fertility, 
vitality, romance, flowers, and abundance. And they also celebrate the sexuality energy. It's when the god and the goddess comes together. And both are reaching the full maturity. So it's when the goddess has her mother aspect. You know, she's mature now. It's not like the last festival, Ostara, where she was a maid. and But now she's a mature woman ready to get married with the god, you know. So it's just I just thought it was very interesting. And also in weekend traditions, they like to hold weddings around May because that's when the you know, the god and the goddess is mature. <laughs> so, yeah. I just think it's fascinating that regardless where those festivals were held, if it was in ancient Rome or in Ireland thousands of years ago, they still have the same meaning and the same aspect, which was the, the worship of fertility, vitality, and romance. And again, it's when earth is finally abundant and it's when earth is finally ready to sow the seeds. Like me, I'm a gardener myself. When I throw seeds in the ground, like in May, it just grows. It's no issue. It's not like I need a greenhouse or I need a heat mat. <laughs> it's just now it's everything is ready, you know, I know, sorry, <laughs> being cheesy there, <laughs> but I just found fascinating that those festivals was, are so, even though they're different cultures, they are so aligned together. Just a little note I would like to add at the Beltane episode is that in a few countries, even Brazil, we say that May is the month of the brides, and it has to do with that belief of being fertile, of, you know, being mature enough to get married. And also a lot of people get married around May. And I think that's why they say May is the month of the bride. But I also believe that has that root of, you know, being sensual, fertile and ready to get married. Another thing I would like to add to this note part is that in Catholic traditions, the month of May is the month of Mary, again, tied with that belief of motherhood, fertility, and, you know, nourishing your kids. So that's when earth is at the highest of fertility. And I just thought it was very interesting that May is the month of Mary, and also in many cultures is tied with the fertility and motherhood aspect. Just before you go to the fun part, I am going to bring some deities that you can work with around Beltane. They are not really associated to Beltane, but they were celebrated around Beltane. So the first one in my list is the goddess Artemis. She was from the Greek pantheon and the moon goddesses and also associated with the hunt and she was celebrated around springtime late spring then we have bacchus he was the roman god of 
wine and grapes and parties. And his celebrations was around March. But because he's so free, you know, and love and romance and drinking party, it's also a good time to celebrate Bacchus. Then we also have Flora, which was mentioned. She was the also the Roman goddess of flowers, vegetables and fertility. And we also got Cocopelli. And his story is quite interesting. So he was this flute playing dancing god. And he used to walk around the land of winter, turning everything into spring with the notes of he, from his flute. And he also brought the children with him, so fertility. And again, he is the symbol of marriage and childbearing. And he was just like, I just thought it was very cute. You know, I just imagine a little, you know, <laughs> stag man with, with a little flute singing around and all the snow melting. Just thought it was very cute. So Cocopelli from the Hoopy culture. Cocopelli is very like Pan. And Pan also has his flute and he's always playing his music around. And Pan is a god from the Greek Pantheon who looked over the shepherds. Now, let's talk about the fun part. How to commemorate Beltane. How to, you know, have a big party. <laughs> I'm only joking. But, you know, I love Beltane. It's my favorite festival. And, of course, it's because it's around my birthday as well. And I love it. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I have a little list in here of things that you can do for Beltane. First thing in my list is to decorate your home. <laughs> Uh, you can use flowers or the color of Beltane. The colors of Beltane, because not only one. <laughs> um, for flowers, I highly recommend to use the flowers that are growing around your area. And please do not rob the flowers of your neighbor. <laughs> or if you do, ask him. <laughs> for sure, he won't mind. And... If you have access to your own flowers, I highly recommend to pick them and use those flowers to decorate your altar, your home, or even make flower crowns. I love making flower crowns. It's just oh, it's such a Beltane thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. And if you are using the colors to decorate, you can use green, yellow, red. So green because, you know, finally the earth and the trees are greener. And for red and yellow, you can use to represent the passion and the fire of the sun. Some websites and books say that you can use almost any color to represent Beltane because it's all about abundance. So it doesn't really matter what color you're going to use. But personally, I like to use green, yellow or red. Um... Another thing in my list is you can, you know, cook a big fist to represent abundance. So if you have your flatmates or friends that can go over to your place. I know you're in lockdown now, but in future, maybe you're listening to this in 2022. 
I'm being, I'm being very positive in here, guys. Uh, you can just have a nice party and a nice dinner. And I also got a little list of foods that you can make for Beltane. So in my list, uh, the first thing is anything that reminds you of summer. Foods like salads, you know, cold desserts, and also rhubarb crumble. Uh, you can use fruits that are aphrodisiac to bring that aspect of love and passion. So fruits like strawberries, uh, pomegranates, um, bananas. So any fruit that can bring you that energy of passion. Uh, another thing is puff pastries. They are very popular here in Ireland, especially in the summertime. Uh, baked potatoes. I love baked potatoes. I just mm, delicious. <laughs> uh, a lot of websites they mentioned stews, but I think that a, a stew it's a very wintry type of food. But maybe because it's an Irish type of food that people just throw it into Beltane type of food. But yeah, I wouldn't do a stew for Beltane. But many websites they recommended a stew. But I really think it's because it's an Irish food. Um, another thing that I like to use for my Beltane dishes are a lot of garlic. <laughs> I cook everything with garlic. Garlic is just the cherry of the cake. It's just the best thing ever. And again, garlic has that energy of abundance. So if you're doing a garlic, uh, sorry, a spell that you want to bring abundance, I usually use garlic cinnamon. And you can make garlic jam. Um, for desserts, you can make cheesecakes or cold desserts or ice creams, anything that reminds you of summer. Um, another thing that is also connected with Beltane is honey. So you can use honey to, to make like candied, I don't know, candied almonds, or you can use honey as a dressing and also using a lot of herbs like rosemary, things that remind you of summer. And yeah, I've seen in web, all the websites that you can also use spicy foods to correspond to the element of fire. So just another idea there for you. Um, and incense. Incense is another big thing for, you know, for your rituals. And I would highly recommend incense that brings that passion energy, such as rose, cinnamon, lilac. And you can also use earthy type of incenses to bring that energy of the earth being mature now, such as sandalwood or oak moss. Another very common thing is the maple. Uh, the maple originated in Germany and people would have like a pole in the middle of a square. And a funny thing that they used to do is they put a pole in the middle of the square and they had people guarding the pole. So the people in the next village would try to rob the pole. And if they didn't succeed, like the guards would have a big party the next day with beer and a good meal. So that was another thing that they used to do. I thought it was very funny. And anyway, during the festival, people dance around the pole, like holding a string. 
And that dance was the dance of fertility. It was like, it was like a ritual for fertility. And funny enough, I think it was 1644, the Puritans of the Protestant Reformation <laughs> in the 17th century, they, they said that it was such an immoral thing to do that this ritual was encouraging people to drink and dance. So they, they banned it. In, I think it was in, in, in England. And yeah, but it's still nowadays a popular festival and still nowadays like small villages around Europe doing this maple thing. And again, if you go to any Beltane festival, they will have a, a maple. And if they don't, it's not a real Beltane festival. <laughs> no, only joking. But I just think, I just think it's very interesting. Bonfires is another thing highly connected to Beltane. So if you have access to a fire pit or you have an external area where you can have a fire safely, do it. I highly recommend it. just gives you that extra Beltane vibe. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's great, especially when you have people around and you can all dance together around the fire after eat, having a big feast and drinking it's just fun it's a fun thing to do and a ritual that i do around the bonfire is to burn the things from the last festival so i have some dried dovetails from ostara so i will throw them at the bonfire like welcoming the new season and welcoming this new festival and Sometimes I gather the ashes from the fire to leave in my, in my altar. And as I said in previous episode, I use the ashes or the crown of the flower crowns to represent earth in my altar until the next festival, which I'm going to change again for what is available in earth to represent earth. And that's how I do. I think it's very symbolic. And also reminds me that earth is always changing. So is the goddess. So is the god. And yeah, I just think it's, it's, it's a good way to remind us that everything changes. If you haven't seen Anifani, there is an episode where she helps a Beltane ritual with her classmates. And that scene is just amazing. <laughs> And I just thought her prayer was very powerful as well. And I decided to, you know, just read the prayer that Anifani said to her classmates before they light the fire. So, Goddess of Beltane, Sacred Mother, Queen of May, Wild Lady of the Woods, Guardian of Love and Life, welcome to our circle. We beings, powerful and sacred, Declare upon this hallowed night our heavenly bodies belong solely to us. We shall choose whom to love and with whom to share trust. We shall walk upon this earth with grace and respect. We will always take pride in our great intellect. We will honor our emotions so our spirits may soar. And should any man belittle us, we will show them the door. Our spirits are unbreakable, our imaginations free. Walk with us, goddess, so blessed are we. Blessed Beltane angels. I just thought that prayer was very cute. 
and you can find it in episode 5 season 3 in the series on FNE just in case you're curious uh, the scene as well it's really nice just before I go I will leave you with this spiritual bat and I usually use this bat for self-love and because Beltane is all about fertility love prosperity why not self-love so you can prepare this bat before you know getting ready for Beltane it's just a nice way to feel comfortable with yourself and the ingredients you're going to need are one rose you can use red or white one teaspoon of dried rosemary or dry and one teaspoon of dried basil but you can use fresh if you want i haven't tried fresh herbs but you can after gathering all the ingredients uh, you can take those ingredients into a vessel or in a bucket and put some hot water into it and let the ingredients soak for about 30 minutes after 30 minutes you strain all the petals and the herbs and you take that water into your bath or you can mix with more hot water cold water to throw in yourself after your shower this mixture it's okay to throw from head to toe so don't worry if you are those ones that believe oh i can only do spiritual baths from my neck below no this one it's okay to throw from your head to toe i've done before and was fine for me I just felt like extremely lovely <laughs> and it smells lovely too um, yeah and make this shower or bath very special to have your favorite song on some candles incense and as you are throwing that water on your head you keep imagining uh, a pink light around you and I also keep saying lovely things to yourself, things like I, I'm a beautiful being or just be nice to yourself, you know. And after you had this bath ritual, wear your favorite clothes, wear your favorite perfume and feel lovely. So, yeah, that is the self-love uh, spiritual bath. And I hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you have any question or suggestion of episodes, you can find me on Instagram. It is the dash magical dash bungalow. So I think that's it for this week. And I hope you have a lovely week and a, a lovely Beltane. See you next week. Ciao.